everybody, and welcome back to the Weird Science Manga Monday podcast, part of the Weird Science family, a manga podcast family network, and it seems like my family is MIA once again. Luke Hollywood did not show up. I talked to him about nine hours ago. We were getting ready to record, and somehow the line went dead. I don't know what happened. Did he get drunk? Was he tired? Did he eat too many potatoes? Who knows? He's Irish. We can never tell. But with all of that, we had something planned. But I figured because Luke Hollywood isn't here, maybe I will talk about something that he doesn't know much about. No, I'm not talking about a manga about showing up on time or not sleeping. I don't even know if there is such a manga out there like that. But if it is, I might gift it to Luke next Christmas. But I'm going to talk about something that Luke knows little or less than little about, and that is baseball here in the United States. We have just started the baseball season, so I thought that it's appropriate, time appropriate, and Luke will never, ever deal with this. So this is a good way for me to slip in Ace of Diamonds, something that I've been wanting to read and review for quite some time. And then when Luke comes back next week, hopefully... We will end up talking about what we were going to talk about, which I won't reveal. That's a surprise. I'm not telling what that is, but we're going to kick into this. Ace of Diamond is a baseball-themed manga series written and illustrated by Yuji Terajima. It was serialized in Kodansha's Shonen Manga Magazine, Weekly Shonen Magazine. They're not messing around with that name. They're giving you what it is and not much more. From May 2006 to January 2015, with its chapters collected in 47 volumes. A sequel titled Ace of Diamond Act 2, which is odd. I would have called it like double header, turn two, double maybe even. I don't know. Act 2. Well, that was serialized from August 2015 to October 2022, with its chapters collected in 33 volumes. An anime television series adaptation ran from October 2013 to March 2016. An anime adaptation of Ace of Diamond Act 2 aired from April 2019 to March 2020. I don't know if the shutdown affected that, but it didn't last as long. And overall, over 40 million copies of Ace of Diamond are out there in the wild, just waiting to be read by the people who already bought them, so they probably already read them. But they're out there, and... If you are a baseball fan, I think you'd enjoy this. If you're not a baseball or sports fan, I still think you might enjoy it. And for something that came out originally in 2006, this first chapter actually is not that dated. It's pretty cool. Now, the last thing before we kick into this is it is available, the first chapter to read, on the Kodansha website or at least on the Azuki app site. I don't know. I'll put a link to it. I, I get these mixed up and then I get yelled at on Twitter all the time by both Kadansha and Azuki. I don't know. I don't like getting yelled at, but seriously, I'm just trying to help. I'm not trying to be a jerk. So stop it, people. So you end up with this, and it is a baseball deal. You end up with a first page, you know, that classic first chapter, cold open. Sometimes they're confusing, sometimes they're not. If you're a baseball fan, this won't be that confusing, but it kind of has a play that I didn't really realize exactly what was going on until reading it a second time, because we'll get the scene again later, and then it's fully explained. But at the beginning, almost feels like, oh, no, this pitcher, who will be revealed to be our main character, Ijan, he just threw 
what ended up being a grand slam for the other team, a walk-off grand slam to lose a game. That's not quite what happened. And once we get it revealed by the end, and maybe people will realize this when they first go through, but I wasn't paying that much attention to the actual pitch. I was reading the narration. You realize that wasn't the case, but this is pretty much the most important pitch at this point of this kid's career. And while it ends up losing the game, it might win the war. We'll see. But it says in the narration, the game was tied. It was the ninth inning. We had two outs. The bases were loaded and the count was three balls, no strikes. And that was how Akagi Middle School's last baseball game ended. And you end up seeing the ball hitting the backstop behind the deal. But again, I didn't quite know what was happening in there because then we get a pretty cool credits page, the chapter one, the pitch of destiny, pretty cool deal. And then we get into the story, and that is the game. It says, Nurishima Middle School wins with a walk-off. Both teams line up, and you end up the walk-off. is funny because usually when you hear that, you think walk-off home run. In this case, it would have been a walk-off grand slam, but it's actually a walk-off because with how that pitch went, that was ball four, and they ended up winning for walking in a run. So it kind of works in this different way. But the first time I read through it, I'm like, huh, that's odd. But you end up where the game's over. You have the ump saying this to the pitcher who just threw that pitch. You see him from the back and like, hey, are you okay? Some of the kids from his team asking and one of them being a girl on the team saying, Ejon, are you okay? And then they look at him and he is just crying. Also, he's got a lot of snot coming out of his nose, as they do in the manga and the anime. But he's really really upset says to his team i'm sorry i couldn't take you guys to nationals and the rest of the team this girl she starts crying the rest of the team is kind of upset as well the team that just won starts laughing they are having a hoot i mean they think that's the funniest thing oh my god he can't be sick he thought this school this crappy team from the middle of nowhere was going to go to nationals Oh, my God, this is ridiculous. And then goes on and actually through this taunting and laughing. It's upsetting our main character here, but you're getting a little bit of information. It kind of gives you where the stakes were for this kid and the rest of the team to try to win the game. Again, this wasn't nationals. This is just a side game, but he wanted to work and continue to go to nationals. But with this loss, they're done. And you end up where the team says, plus, like, isn't Akagi Junior High going to be absorbed into Akagi East and closed down? <laughs> That's the craziest thing. They thought they were going to win. There's so much losers. Oh, my God. Plus, they got a girl on the team. Oh, my God. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, this Ejon, he slaps the crap out of one of the guys laughing. I mean, he goes, take that and just wallops this guy so hard that the guy almost appears like he's going to fly out of the manga at us. And then he goes down the line because everybody's lined up for the handshake. He's just slapping the crap out of them all. Boom, 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 boom. Everybody in the crowd is just, what? The umps don't know what to do. They start yelling, what are you doing? You're just a poor loser. You're slapping us because you're a jerk. And then you see this Ejon who says, you're wrong. I'm giving you the spirit of a Kagi Jr. High. And he has his hand and it's glowing maybe on fire. And they're like, what are you talking about? And he's like, I'm going to give you guys the dreams that we couldn't fulfill 
one slap at a time. And then he yells fighting spirit injection and slaps another guy right upside the face and then attacks everybody. He is slapping the crap out of the entire team. They're all yelling. You see Ijan's coach. He's losing his mind. Everybody's going. And then they're all yelling. What is he trying to do? Is he going to slap every one of us? You see this one guy who's just on the bottom of the panel. like He's stunned from the slap. They're all getting the Akagi Jr. high fighting spirit, though, right? Now, we see that people are kind of upset in the crowd. But one person that we don't see fully, we see it's a lady. She's watching. She's off by herself. She kind of stands up, says, hmm, hmm, with a smile on her face, and she leaves. And then it says that, including all the friendly fire, even to the umpire, it came to 12 slaps that day. And that was the, you know, the only record that Ijan was able to do and set that day. Unfortunately, he may have thought that it'd be something that he could do. And, oh, my God, if we could get the whole Akagi Jr. high going towards the championship, wouldn't this be great? But the only thing he did was slap the crap out of people, and that isn't looked at fondly. I don't know that anybody thinks that he is telling the truth that he was trying to give him the fighting spirit, including Mr. Sano, his coach. And Mr. Sano calls Ijan in the next day and starts berating him, not berating him, just starts yelling at him that he is he really made the school look bad. Family members, school officials were at the game. You made it ridiculous. Oh, my God, the other team's coach was chewing me out, made me look like a jerk, and I'm 40 years old. I don't need that. I'm a man. And you end up where Ijan's just like, yep, I was disappointed, too, that we lost to those jerks. And he's, Mr. Sano's, what? Like, I'm talking about you slapping. Like, nobody thought we were going to win anyway. I mean, it was ridiculous. Why were you slapping? This is the worst thing ever. I can't believe it. And, yeah, you end up where you have Mr. Sano saying you really were a good player and you were the captain and and you seem great. All these high schools were looking into recruiting you. Old baseball high. They all wanted you, but now they pulled out their offers. They don't want anything. And if you've been reading manga, listening to this podcast or watching anime, you know that whole deal of trying to find that school that's good at baseball or volleyball or, you know, all that soccer. All this stuff going on, that that's an important thing. It's important in all the education process, not just sports in Japan. So this is supposed to be a big deal. You had all these offers. You were going to be able to go play baseball in high school, but now you're not going to be able to play baseball. And you have Ijan say, what? As long as I have a bat and bow, I can play baseball, right? That's all I go with. And Mr. Sano's like, what? Like, really? Like, you, you're messing your life up. What are you going? Oh, my God. And you're showing no remorse for it. You think it's funny. Oh, my God. Get out of here. Get out of my office. And so he ends up and he love where he gives that little salute to Mr. Sano says, ah, don't worry about me. Just be worried about that thinning hair of yours and find yourself a new job because the school is closing. I'll see you later. And you get Mr. Sano yell, you nitpicking little prick. I'm like, I don't know. That's pretty harsh. But. You know, there it is. Ishan, who really doesn't care about anything but just playing baseball. He's a purist, he is. And he leaves. Another teacher is there to talk to Mr. Sano about this. Another teacher from Mr. Sano. Now that Ishan has brought it up, Mr. Sano is very envious of this teacher's luscious hair. Uh, and you end up where this other teacher says, you have to realize that Ishan 
I heard all the team talking. They really wanted to win this game because they wanted to make the school famous. They wanted to make Akagi High famous before it shut down. And he's been staying late every day, practicing his heart out. And I really think of him as the pride of the school. And you end up where you go and see a little bit of a back deal. You see some flashbacks that, yeah, for a long time, years and years and years, it seems like Ijan, all he's done is baseball. He's concentrated on baseball. We'll see in a couple pages. He's neglected his studies to practice baseball to a point where he's kind of in big trouble. But you end up where everything to him was just baseball, baseball, baseball. He comes out of this meeting and goes, and the kids on his team all come running up. They think he's the greatest still. Oh, man, Ejon, hey, did they end up yelling at you? Did you get in too much trouble? Now, while this is going on, the girl from the team, that did seem like that was the last straw for Ejon. When he heard that, that's when the slap city started. Population, everybody on the other team plus the ump. The girl doesn't look too happy. I think she realizes that Ejon is kind of, Ruining his future And maybe she even blames herself Because if you saw earlier When Ijan did lose the game And he was crying She started crying too Like she was emotional as well But all this to Ijan It doesn't matter I don't care It's like basically like Ijan what about that It doesn't matter But Ijan you won't go to that high school But Ijan your zipper's down It doesn't matter That should matter Ijan Stop it But Through all this, he's so loosey-goosey, but what he loves most is, well, playing baseball, but what he loves playing, he loves playing with his buddies, this team here. And so he thinks that, well, it's good that all these schools pulled up because I didn't want to go to those schools. I'm going to pick what school I want to go to. And what we're going to do is all of us are going to pick a school together and we're going to continue the Akagi Junior High spirit in high school, right? We're just going to go off to another school altogether. And it's one of those plans that it's kind of a wholesome deal. I think that a lot of people listening would have had that deal where you have a friend growing up. We're always going to be friends. We're going to go to college together, and then we're going to end up opening the business, and then we're going to do this and that. And then like three years later, you're like, who? Who was that dude? I don't even know if I know his name. So it's kind of a funny little play. The rest of the team is kind of confused about this, and really it comes down to the idea, hey, uh, yeah, Ishan. I don't know that you're really going to be able to get into school by your like you haven't studied. You know, he actually says like, "Hey, we'll go to a school. We can't pick a real fancy school because none of us have studied for years, right?" They have. They, obviously, they're they're in school. He hasn't. He is legitimately, and you even see if you look in that flashback, it looks like he has not studied since second grade. He doesn't know anything. He brings up the way that they explained us. I don't even know what math is past fractions. I stopped studying. And that's like, the oh, my God. Oh, it's too late. You're never going to catch up. And now this is the problem here at this point for a very slim amount of time. He's not going to be able to go to any school that anybody else is going to. Nobody's going to accept him. His only chance before was to actually go to play baseball. And now he's kind of burned those bridges because of slap central. And now he can't do it. He's upset. He decides that he's going to try to study, it looks like. But he ends up bringing elementary school books home. It's, you know, pretty much, you know, elementary level textbooks. He's But he can't. He's already there. He's at home. 
and he's pretty much given up. He realizes that the dream of really just playing baseball with his buddies might be dead, and he's crying again. But in that, you end up where, and here's the thing, I'm going to say to say this as his father, it's not really spelled out very well. You end up where Ijan's family is a father with a mohawk, a maybe mother that just looks normal. I, I'm saying it might be the mother's sister. I don't know. And then greaser guy that looks like he's from 1957, and he's about to go to battle with the sharks, right? He's going to start dance fighting people, you know, down the alley. I don't get it, but we don't really get it explained. But what I assume the dad comes in and says, Ejon, you're home. Oh, good. There's a visitor to see you. Ends up seeing that the cloud of depression that Ejon has around him is way too thick. You can't go and be sad like this and meet this guest that just arrived. So what the dad does is pretty much, and you kind of learn a little here. You learn a little bit of how the... Apple may not have fallen far from the tree. The dad slaps the crap out of him. He's going to slap that depression right out of his face and ends up saying, there's a lady who came all the way from Tokyo to see you. Now wash up that face of yours and get in the living room. And then we end up seeing that this is the lady. She's from Tokyo. This is the lady that was watching the baseball game earlier on. The one that smiled and said, we'll see that she likes to really... (laughs) Finagle with her glasses She's always fixing her glasses Pushing them back up her nose I think that maybe she should get a lanyard Because I kind of got annoyed by the end I wear glasses and seriously Get a lanyard I know it's not cool But still it's also not cool Always pushing your glasses back up It annoys me But she is Rei Takashima She is the assistant manager Of the Sato High School baseball team And this is a big deal She It's a, it's a big baseball school And she's come to see if Ijan would want to come and join their team, go to high school there. And so this is an introduction. You can tell that she assumes that once you say the name, oh, my God, I'm the assistant from Sato High School baseball team, that anybody who's playing baseball trying to get into a good high school, they would be amazed at this and be so thrilled. And Ijan has no idea what she's talking about. He's also still bleeding from being slapped by his father, but he's like, what? I don't know what that is, but he only can concentrate on her boobs and says life has its peaks and valleys. That's not the first time or it's not the last time that he'll get a little sus about boobs. But you end up where he's like, yeah, I don't know what that's all about. Yeah, you know, what's that school you said? Everybody's like, what? This is the big high school. They've been to the Koshin many times already. And the Koshin is the high school championships that that's what you want they've been there oh my god and he's like yeah i don't know never heard of them i don't know are they that good like and the, you play baseball never heard of them what's going on so many pros come from that team come from that high school and go pro haven't you heard of that nope man what about watching baseball do you ever watch baseball you do and he's like yeah watching baseball on tv is boring i just like to play it by myself and he gets slapped again <laughs> you end up where this Ray, she's kind of taken aback a bit by this, but then you end up where at the one point it does look like, I don't know, the dad has knocked him out. The rest of the, the family's all up in arms, but you end up where they're confused. 
Well, you know, because the dad and the family, they know how big the school is. Why would you come and look at him? Why would he be somebody that you're watching? I mean, didn't you just see Slap City? I mean, that just happened. The slap incident is big. This made all the news. And she says, well, I watched that game and I sense extraordinary potential from your son. And that's when he says, well, what about the slaps? Oh, that I didn't care. That's appropriate. That's that shows me he's got some moxie. He does. He's a sassy player. They're all like, what? Like, this can't be real. And they look at each other They're like, holy crap. But you end up this Ishan, this is a one in a million chance. Like you gotta go and do this. You're never gonna get another opportunity like this. Everybody else is pulled out and then suddenly the big school comes to recruit you, gotta go. And he's like, Yeah, I don't know. It's in Tokyo, it's kind of far away. They're a little strict there. I, I don't really like strict things in the big city. And even then, I, I don't know. And the family's like but you got to go like if you don't, you're, you're going to fail all your studies. You, you realize this. You were already crying earlier with the elementary school books. You're not going to be able to do anything. This could change your life. This could end up being life changing for you. And he's like, yeah, but, you know, I just kind of want to stay here and play baseball with my buds. And if I'm going to get to the coaching, I want to do it with them. He, he, he. And you end up where, again, is this the moment where it's like you pass the test? like? This loyalty to your team and the teammates, all this might be something that might be impressing Ray. But she ends up where she doesn't even listen. She goes, Oh, uh, okay, but when would you like to come toward the campus? <laughs> you end up where Isha, what? Is she even listening? I mean, this is crazy. What's going on? And you end up where she says, We have really good facilities. I think that you'll end up seeing that. You know, our baseball facilities and fields reflect the players' hearts and minds. You can always find the truth there. I think that you'll really like it. So Ray finally reveals that the reason why she's recruiting Ijan is that last pitch. The last pitch that he threw in the game, it was a wild pitch, but just the pureness of it and the raw ability and the idea of the loyalty and the pride, all that gave her the idea that that is his true potential. And if you are a baseball fan, if you're a fan of any sport, but especially baseball, you know that there's a lot of times where you'll have somebody who in high school that throws 100 miles an hour yet can't get a strike to save their life, still will get some people recruiting them because they want to teach them control, we'll teach them this, we'll do that, because that raw talent, you can't teach that. So you end up where you get the idea what she's doing. He doesn't even understand what's happening, and she seems to recognize that. He doesn't even know his true potential. The family starts gathering around like, I think that this lady is punking us. I think this is a mind freak. I don't really think that she's from the school. I think that somebody's pulling our leg because why would she recruit somebody for that wild pitch? But she's on the up and up. She's there. But. You end up where it continues, and she goes a little bit too far. She starts saying, you know what? I looked in the whole Akagi Junior High. You have a real crappy coach. You don't really have that many good rivals. Your teammates stunk, and this is going to upset him. Ijan is a gem. Even the coach who ripped them apart, he's loyal to him, and he gets upset. He thinks that she's completely just dissing his buddies and ends up saying that you know hey do you talk that way because you got the big boobs 
And that doesn't even phase Ray. But in the meantime, she says, wouldn't you like to come watch a national level team practice? This intrigues him. And he does seem to go. Going to go there. They go. And you see the facilities really cool. I love the art in this. You see a bunch of batting cages. They have indoor and outdoor fields. All this stuff going on to really, you know, hone these kids. And she says these kids come here because they want to be professionals. This is where the equipment's the best, all this. But what really gets Ejon, though, I think you should realize this because there's been talk and he was even being recruited. But he doesn't like the idea that these kids aren't from here. Like this school that they're at, they're not going to have any connection or pride to the school like he had with Akagi Junior High. These kids are from all over the place. So why would they want to come here? And why do you want to play with a bunch of kids that really are from all over and not really have that connection like he has with his buddies? But while they're walking around, he does see a bunch of equipment. He's a pitching machine. You see all these things. And he's, he's actually intrigued by him. Hey, what's that? What's that? And this is where Ray, because she said, don't you want to come and see the facilities? They're really great. She thinks that she's won him over with the facilities, this equipment, because he is from, and you kind of get that pushed in a little bit from the boonies there. He's from out in the country. Obviously, he's never seen a place like even the idea that you have like 7 million baseballs being thrown around and pitched and laying there. I don't think I would guess that, you know, at the Akagi Junior High, they might have 10 baseballs, eight ba- and pitching machines. He's never even seen one. And so he's asking and Ray's like, huh, I knew you'd be impressed by our facility. See? And he says, oh, no, no. I mean, don't think that because I'm surprised at seeing something new doesn't mean that I'm impressed. You can play baseball. He goes back to the all. All I need is a bat and ball. He says, you can play baseball without all this expensive nonsense. And plus, none of these players are from here. They aren't even any sort of, you know, connection. They don't even want to win for each other. And it's a baseball exchange program. This is nonsense. And Ray actually says, and it's like, all of a sudden you get Ray ball. She's like, yeah, I know. People have said this. People have said that there's recent criticism that we end up being more of that you know, pay-to-play type team that we push them too hard. And actually, for me, because I'm a big fan of, say, New Jeans and Blackpink and the whole idol deal, the big play there, though, is that the idol system is horrible and it ends up being abusive to the kids and they don't get a child. It's kind of the play here as well with baseball. We get criticism that this form of recruiting ends up, you know, kind of taking away the fun of the game, takes the childhood away from these kids, but they want to be here to get to the pros so i disagree with it and i think that if you're focused and you do all this and really what ends up happening and again this is going to be something that ishan's going to be all for the idea of wanting to be the best player in the world but also training non-stop to be that and using the big this is something that's really going to you know get him going but she says in my opinion with Players that have the ambition and determination to go through this are the ones I respect the most, the ones that I want on our team, and the ones that will end up succeeding and going to the pros. And then you see, I mean, the whole play here is where Ijan, baseball to him is that fun with your buddies. And when we've seen it, we haven't seen much baseball, actually, but when you see in him, it, it seems like he wants to think of baseball as a fun game, even though he trained really hard, but that was for his buddies. And then you see the team here and all the kids, and boy, 
they end up all looking evil. Like, it really looks like this is, like, the evil organization that's going to take your life. And it kind of throws them a bit, I think. But then you see even worse. And, again, the whole play of setting up where they're not buddies, these kids don't even know each other. You end up seeing this one guy. And you can see he's kind of like the Babe Ruth of the team. He's the home run hitter, Azuma. Not in great shape. He has a big gut. He claims later that that's his best trait. but. He's got 42 home runs in high school. That's huge. And he is probably going to be pro next year. And he's there just, it's batting practice. And he's just destroying balls, but he's yelling at the pitcher, You're terrible. You're not going to make me better. Don't bring me down with that sucky pitching that you do. You're the worst. Get some better stamina. He's just berating him, just berating him. Then out of nowhere, you have Ejon because this is going to be something that he doesn't like hearing. The idea that a teammate is ripping another teammate apart and not supporting him, he just starts yelling, oh, what does this guy know? Look at that. He's got a pot belly. He looks like he's 40 years old with that dad bod. Oh, my God. He is the worst. And you have this guy who's the big cheese here. He's like, who said that? Like, what? He's just my pot belly. Hey, that's my best feature. And you end up even that where he's on your best feature. Oh, my God. That's obviously your weak point, dude. You're terrible. And so this whole play goes back and forth. You do have this home run hitter, Azuma. He's trying to get at Ijan. He wants to beat him up. You do end up where Ray is not here supporting Ijan. She's telling him to stop it. Hey, apologize. This is their big guy. This is their home run hitter. But the guy's a jerk. It's obvious from the get-go here. The guy's a real jerk. He knows he's good, and that might be some of the worst people ever. And not even just that, but I hate and I played a bunch of sports, played baseball, and I hate the guys who are good but end up using that to just berate other people instead of elevating them. And that is the worst. So I'm full in. And Ejon's pretty funny, but he's just laughing. He's there in a sweatshirt. He's like laughing. And the whole deal is he says, you know, you, you think you're so great with your home runs and your big gut, but you can't play baseball all by yourself. You have teammates. Without those teammates, you don't get to play. Again, that is a good point, and baseball is such a team sport. It's not like tennis or golf where you put it on the line and it's just you. You're there and you're right with the team. And he just thinks that that's ridiculous, that you would rip your team apart like this. And he says, I don't know how famous this school is, and I don't care how famous it is. It's crap if it lets you forget how important teammates are. You're crap. This is the worst. And so you end up having a lot of the kids watching this are like, huh, I think I like that. And the idea of even playing with friends, you almost get very quickly in the scene the idea of like, I forget what I used to love about the baseballs. It's very quick. But these guys are all watching and some of them are smiling. Some are probably just like, yeah, I'm sick of that big tub of art freaking mouthing off all the time, bossing us around, right? And if you're at the school, you have to be good. But this guy is uh, really good. Well, all this happening, and then boom, we get to the next guy that we're going to be introduced, who is a first year, and it's Kaizuya Mayuki, and he's the catcher. And I'm telling you, I don't know if anybody else will agree, but when you get to this kid, I mean, this guy is, he's cool. He ends up having, like, what I imagine are those yellow shades. They're, like, all yellow. But you have those, and he has this hat, like, crooked, like he's a real cool kid. 
And he's a catcher and says, hey, because what is being set up now? You knew it was coming. Is Ijan's going to pitch to this big guy, Azuma. And so you end up, Kaizuya says, hey, can I be the catcher? Can I catch for this? And he seems really inspired to see what is going on with Ijan. I think everybody's probably, first off, hoping that he could kind of put Azuma in his place. But I think they just want to see what he's got and this whole because then people start turning on Azuma. Oh man, you know he's really been you know high on himself lately. Always talking about it. Might be cool to knock him down a peg. I'll give Azuma some credit here. He is so taken aback. He has no idea if this was going on. What me fooling myself? I mean, is this stuff you're saying behind my back or so? He gets all upset, but it's obvious it's true. But you end up where you're not going to get Ijan to say sorry. You're not going to end up having anything, but this is going to have to be a pitcher versus batter, you know, show up. It reminds me of the scene in The Natural, if you are a baseball fan and watch the movies. But you end up where you got the catcher and you end up having Ray say, listen, watch this guy and let me know what you think. Because the Cijan, his pitches are pretty interesting and says, I'm glad that you're going to be catching him. So I, I do like that. Now, in this whole deal. I swear to God, I keep thinking that Ray has set this up somehow in this manipulation because this would be something that you'd want to have going on, that you'd want to have Ijan face this guy to kind of maybe even get enamored with the rest of the team and how they'll like him. But whatever, you end up where, okay, here we go. We're going to have this deal. The worst part is, is we're not going to get to the pitch. He's going to go through this big windup. You're going to get this Azuma say, you're going to go down. I'm going to hit home runs where you never saw them hit all this stuff where Ijan's getting ready and he's getting pissed. Now, that's why I think that Ray may have set a little of this up only because it doesn't seem like she did. But you got to get him to pitch in a way that he's upset and he really means it. He has to get in that mode that he was in that last pitch of the game from Akagi Jr. High. So he ends up where he's getting fired up and you do even have. Azuma, who's really going, I don't care where you came from. You guys are jerks there. Oh, my God, you're the worst. And I'm going to hit this home run. I like where Ishan's like, listen, I'm not going to promise I'm not going to hit you right in the head. I might beam you. And I'm not going to care about it. I'm not going to care. I'm not going to cry about it. If you come bitching and moaning, I don't mind. But I'm going to pitch into this. And you are going to be in big trouble. Now, you end up this setup. And it says, this isn't going to be a one-pitch thing. It's kind of a crazy deal where he says, on that day, I only threw 11 pitches. And yet those 11 pitches changed my entire baseball life. And then you see that they ended up going and you see the oldest uh, Akagi Junior High field where they buried stuff. And he knows where, oh, on that corner, that's where the plate was and things like that, which is pretty cool. And where... His pitching rubber is, and he starts thinking about how much better this mound is. And I'm telling you, if you play baseball, you end up there are some really, really bad fields. And a lot of times it's the pitcher's mound that really, really suffers on those. I remember we ended up playing in high school, and we went to this one. I swear the pitcher's mound was like a, a ditch. It was actually like a hole instead of being a mound. It was the worst. Uh, but also there were times where we'd go and you would end up, and I'd love to be like a guy. I was fast, so I'd steal bases. But I, I fashioned myself as a young Ricky Henderson back in the day. And Ricky Henderson, he slid 
at first. So I had to do that as well. And we played at this one point that was basically like playing on a parking lot. And I think I stole two bases, but my, my arms were just blood, just ripped apart. It was the worst. But yeah, so he's there at this nice field. Oh my goodness. And he thinks it's great, but he's going to throw these pitches. So obviously it's not going to be, oh my God, that, you know, cliche three strikes in a row. Oh my God, I did it. It's, it's going to be a battle here. And we'll have to see how that works off if you end up going forward and reading it. Unfortunately, only this first issue is free. But I think I might look into checking out more of the chapters. But that's it. That is the end of the chapter. It's pretty good. You end up really getting the idea of Ijon, what it means to him, what baseball means to him, the idea of loyalty in his buddies. And then you even get some jokes, little gags along the way, him slapping things up and talking about boobs. Uh, you know, a little sus, but funny. But then at the end, you see that maybe he'll be the one. because. The whole argument with him and Ray was, you know, I like playing with my buddies and that's how you win. She's like, no, no, no. I think that you get this. Everybody's inspired. And I think that having Ray on the team, I really do think that the slap city had a lot more to do with it than she's letting on. I think that she realizes at this point that while they have the best players, they do not get along. They're not going to end up fighting for each other. They're all just there to be pros down the line and are very selfish. And they need, and I think she also sees that some of these kids, they do want to be a team and come together, but you need that person to do that. And it looks like Ijan is the perfect person to do it. So I think that that's kind of the play as well. Then he might have the, the pitch of the golden arm. I don't know. We'll have to see as it goes forward. But thanks, everybody. I'll, well, actually, I have to give a score. I'm going to give this a solid 8.5 out of 10. I, I liked it a lot. I don't think it's dated. There are parts where it kind of drags on. I mean, the whole idea of the recruiting at the family's house, it's not really explained enough, I think, of the family situation, but it's still funny and it's still cool. And the art's great. The art is really, really good, especially the details of the baseball things. I mean, when you see Ijan's glove at the very end, it's really cool seeing all you know, the laces and things, and then you see the baseball. It's, it's a pretty cool deal. So check it out if you can. Like I said, it's free on the Azuki site and app. Like I said, look in the show notes. I'll put it there. But thanks, everybody. And I hope you enjoyed this. I hope Luke's back with me next week. But that's it. So I will bid you all adieu, 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 and I'll talk to you all next week. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.